Welcome everyone to Tamriel Adventures, a show that brings you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I'm your host, Eric, a.k.a. Silior, and it has been a, an interesting couple of weeks since the last episode. So, since that time, um, High Isle has dropped for console players like myself. Um, Fallout for Hope has been going on. Uh, there's just, there's been a lot going on, so let's, uh, get into some of the stuff that's been going on before we talk about today's topic at hand, and that is, uh, kind of the end of the Second Empire, and, uh, kind of get into the, uh, uh, kind of hint at the interim time before Talos came on the scene, so... As I mentioned, uh, High Isle has dropped for console players. I'll talk about that. Excuse me. I'll talk about that a bit when I get to my gameplay. But I guess there was something that happened before High Isle launched, and I guess uh, Bethesda and uh, Zos Zenimax Online uh, they banned hundreds of ESO players just before the High Isle launch. Now, this wasn't for just this there was a reason behind this so about 400 players got banned and apparently they'd been cheating so they were using a third-party cheat program to manipulate the game's clientele or client a little bit so uh, this has happened before and uh, many players were detected doing the same violations at that time so yeah, there were mass bands of in-game PvE players who were exploiting bugs during achievements. Uh, PvP, PvP players were using cheat engines to gain basically godlike abilities in the game. Um, so I'm going to drop the link for this article in the show notes, of course. But um, just play the game legit. Don't cheat don't put yourself at risk for shit like that just be smart people and cheating is never a good idea um i i definitely don't recommend it so um got a we had the microsoft and xbox showcase um i was very excited to see redfall i'm going to be uh talking about that a little bit um lots of starfield info so i've got the the breakdown of the uh, there's a polygon article that i'm going to link in the show notes for a breakdown of all of this so it was it was good um yeah there was of course always stuff that we wish we would have seen that we didn't um we didn't see elder scrolls 6 we didn't see the remake of fable but uh for what it was i think it was good um, speaking of Elder Scrolls 6, Shirley Curry, the Skyrim grandma, is uh, begging for Bethesda to release this before she passes away. And this might seem kind of, um, I don't know, uh, dramatic, but I mean, the woman's in her 80s. It's, it's a very real possibility that um, something like that tragically could happen. So I am, uh, I stand with her on that. Like, just give us the game, please. Uh, I, I know it's going to be a few years. I know. But, um, yeah, just, 
do an old lady a, fav a favor, even if you have to give her a uh, quote-unquote rough draft of the game. Just give her something. She's going to be in the game, but I'm sure she would love to experience it for herself. Um, as much as she loves Skyrim. Um, I got another article here about uh, Daggerfall United, I believe is what it's called. Um, Daggerfall Unity, I believe. Um, basically, it's just kind of a remaster. Um, somebody, like a, a, a fan, has gone and made this. Um, it's pretty cool. Go check it out. I know some people have been streaming it lately, I believe. Focus Break on Twitch has been playing that uh, for the Fallout for Hope stream. Uh, also, there, uh, Bethesda has dropped some articles on uh, Redfall, just different aspects of the game. There's uh, You can play the game single player or as a group, uh, co-op. Uh, just some little tidbits. Go to Bethesda.net to learn more about this. Um, also, recently, the... Uh, Billy Boyd has been on Bethesda's Twitch channel uh, talking about his character in the game, Bragas. Uh, he is one of the main uh, Tales of Tribute NPCs. So I'm going to drop the line, of course, in um, the show notes. So, yeah, let's let's talk about High Isle. So I've definitely been playing that lately. I have gotten both companions for my North American character, both Ember and Isabel. And I've done a little bit of the main quest. I haven't done any Tales of Tribute. I need to find out where you go for that. I'm sure I can just Google it. So um, I haven't played as much with my North American character. I've definitely gotten into um, High Isle and have gotten Ember with that character. I haven't gotten Isabel yet. I'm going to do that soon. I think I'm in the process of doing that now that I think about it. I think I've at least done the first part of the quest. Now, Ember is an interesting character. Ember um, is the Khajiiti mage who, when you first come across her, she has had a spell go awry. And it's basically turned animals... It's making animals look like people. It, there's a person that looks like a guar, and you have to help her correct the spell. So I've played with her a little bit. Um, she doesn't. She likes theft. Um, now she she likes you doing things as long as you don't get caught. Um, from my understanding, also she doesn't dislike murder. She she doesn't care if you're being shady as long as you don't get caught. And if you do get caught, she doesn't want you to bribe the guards. So, yeah, you you do something like um, stealing or pickpocketing, and you gain some good points with her, and then you gain more for each subsequent action like that. Um, she being a mage, she also likes you collecting um, enchantment runes. Things like that. Um, Isabel, I haven't played a lot with her, but she dislikes murder, just like the previous companions. And um, she's a little bit more, I guess for the lack of a better phrase, goody two-shoes. Um, she's a knight, so 
I will say also the quest to recruit these companions seem to be a little bit longer from Miri and Bastion from the Blackwood chapter, um, which is good. Um, makes it a little bit more interesting. So, yeah, um, that's really about all I played with High Isle so far. Um, I did do some streaming lately. I played some Oblivion. So I this uh, this is part of the Fallout for Hope campaign. Uh, so I played some Oblivion. I did a Mage's Guild quest, the one where you go and get your staff when you first join the college. And then I did an Oblivion gate. I actually did the main gate for Anvil. So uh, go check that out. That's on my Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Sulior. Um, I did do some, I did play some High Isle on stream. I want to say that was my North American character. And you got to watch me recruit Ember. And I think I did a little bit with the main quest also. So, um, and then today I streamed, as I'm recording this, this is June 26th. I played some Red Dead Redemption. So, yeah, um, I've been meaning to play that for ages. At one point in time, it was on Game Pass, but it got taken off before I could really get into the game. Same with Witcher 3, but I ended up buying that really cheap when it was on sale. Like, the Ultimate Edition was like 20 bucks or something. It was ridiculous. Um, so... Red Dead Redemption, it seems like it's always on sale, but I've just never got around to buying it. And so I was thinking, you know, I've heard some people been playing it lately. I know Andrew from the Fallout Feeds has been playing it quite a bit lately. So I was like, you know what? I really need to get into this game. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of really good things about it, but I just never got around to playing it. So, of course, when I go to get to the point where I really want to go and buy it, it wasn't on sale. It's full price right now on the eShop, so fuck. Um, so I go to a local video game store, and they had the discs for 20 bucks, which is a hell of a lot cheaper than 60 <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. So I pick up the game, and, you know, it's a disc. So even with xbox if you buy the disc you still have to download the game the full game which and then you still need the disc to play it which i always thought was ridiculous you know if you're going to download the full game just let me play it without the disc it's on the hard drive of your xbox so i get through buying like i downloaded the first disc no problem i switched to the second disc and it's continually stopping like, the installation just stops. You know, it won't progress any further. So I Google it, and it's like, oh, well, you know, clear your cache and do a hard reset on your Xbox. You know, da-da-da-da-da. So I do all that, and it's still not progressing on the download. So I kept trying. I, you know, do the, the, you know, the blow clean, you know, whatever, you, you know, wipe it, you know, everything. Still no luck. So it eventually gave me a notification saying, check your disc. There's an issue with your disc. Try it again, same deal. So I take it back to the place I got it and exchanged it for the same thing. And it actually was five bucks cheaper. It was 15 you know, $15. 
And I had no issues, so I actually played for a couple hours on stream today, so if you want to check that out, go check out my Twitch page. I mentioned it earlier, it's twitch.tv slash Um, Not really a whole lot else that I've been playing. Uh, if you want to listen to my Fallout gameplay, check out the Fallout feed, and uh, we're working on a mini-sode for Tapes and Ways. You can listen to what I've been playing in Fallout 76 there. But, um, yeah, that's really about it as far as... Oh, oh, no. That's not all I've been playing. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh, Shredder's Revenge, is free if you have Game Pass. And that has been a lot of fun. Um, I think I've mentioned on this show, I know I've definitely mentioned on Nintendo that um, my NES came with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, not Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. So, this is really nostalgic for me. I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan growing up. Um, I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and I think I had the first game too. I never really got around to playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, um, but I definitely also played Turtles in Time with some friends. So, this is like all of those games, um, but they also introduced some new moves. You can play as splinter and april and then once you beat the game you can play as casey jones and the game has replay value because you're also collecting things for certain characters from the tv show like irma and uh, vincent and i can't remember what the newspaper editor's name is along with the uh, frogs i think there were some toads or frogs or whatever there were also um, a team that you can collect stuff for like disgusting bugs so yes um, if you have game pass definitely check it out it's free if not you can also get it on the nintendo switch it was really heavily advertised there i've talked about it on nintendo but um such a such a fun game um i i'm not quite finished with it yet i've just gotten to dimension x and the first level dimension x was actually pretty difficult but I did manage to beat it. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been a lot of fun. Definitely check that out. And I believe that is it as far as my gameplay. So let's take a short break, and then we will get into the topic at hand. All right, so let's talk about uh, the... I guess kind of in a sense the end of the uh, Raymond Empire, the Cyrodiilic, second Cyrodiilic Empire, easy for me to say. So last episode we talked about Raymond the first, so let's pick up with Raymond the second. So Raymond the second became emperor in first era 2812 according to his tomb. And in the same year, Black Marsh, which had previously been known as Argonia, uh, was incorporated into the empire. So the rest of the province was conquered in, with the piecemeal. So there actually was a war that Raymond II uh, was a part of, and it was called the Battle of Argonia. So yeah, this uh, the Battle for Argonia or Battle of Argonia started in First Era 2811, and um, after Black Marsh was admitted to the Empire, um, the last war of conquest that he was a part of started in 
First Era 2840, and he began to work towards bringing Marwind under the banner of the Empire. It was the only province that was still outside of the Imperial control at this point, and uh, the progress was very slow due to resistance from the tribunal, Vivek, Elmalexia, and Sothasil, and they proved to be very capable leaders. I would think so, considering that everything that happened at Red Mountain. And by 2920, both sides were exhausted after the Empire captured the fortresses at Aldmarak, and a truce was eventually agreed upon. But uh, let's let's get into that a little bit. So, oh, also I should mention that uh, Alduin's Wall, which is a big part of the story of Skyrim, it started construction in 2812, uh, first era 2812, and in 2813 the progress slowed when several craftsmen were dismissed from their service. Uh, the language Cyrillic replaces High Elven as the dominant language for legal documents in 2813. Uh, the Grand Master of the Dragon, Bar- uh, Dragon Guard visits the Skyhaven Temple to investigate the rumors of the cost of Alduin's Wall, and consequently writes a writ of requisition for more supplies. Um, the work on Alduin's Wall was not completed until First Era 2818. I should also mention that Blackmarsh wasn't officially annexed until 2837. So yes, they won, and Blackmarsh was incorporated into the Empire in 2812, but they weren't officially uh, annexed until 2820. Or, I'm sorry, um, 2837. That's what I meant. The war to bring Marwind in the Empire began in 2840 as a as the fourscore war. Um, three years later, Raymond the Second dies, according to Raymond the Second, the limits of ambition. But according according to uh, his the date on his tomb in Sancrator, he didn't pass away until First Era 2851. So who do you believe there? I don't know. Um, I guess it just depends on what narration you're choosing to believe. Um, Raymond III uh, takes the throne in First Era 2877. Um, A few years before this, there was a dragon that was slain somewhere in the Gerald Mountains named Krajatan. Krajatan. So yeah, dragons are still definitely an, a problem. Um, just a few years before Raymond II t- uh, took the throne, there was a dragon sighting also. But um, yes, uh, Raymond III takes the throne in First Era 2877. Um, Almalexia apparently leaves Marwind for Arteum in uh, 2903, first era 2903, during the years of the Fourscore War. Um, the beginning of the War of the Uvichil, uh, which is a war between the Slode of Thross and the Altmer of Somerset Isles, uh, starts in 2911. Um, that war lasts six years. Um, not sure what the. I guess I'll have to see what the results of that were. 
And the war against uh, Morrowind lasts until 2920. Uh, Morag, the Morag Tong assassinates Emperor Raymond Cyrodiil III. Um, the Morag Tong are, I guess, the guild that the the Dark Brotherhood branch off of. Morag Tong were more of a legitimate assassination guild. Uh, you can actually play as uh, the Morag Tong. You can do quests for them in Morrowind. So. This all starts in Marwin. Um, it's kind of cool. You get the Ritz for assassination, and you can just go and straight up murder somebody in broad daylight. And when a guard comes to confront you about it, you just present the, the Ritz and like, oh, this seems to be an order. Carry on. It's 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 fun. Um, I haven't done a lot of the quests. I need to do more of them. So let's yeah let's talk a little bit more about the war in twenty nine twenty. So there are books um, that you've probably seen in the games uh, for you know the year twenty nine first area year twenty nine twenty. Um, but yeah, Raymond uh, Raymond the third um, and his uh, heir to the throne, Prince Julek. Both were assassinated by the Morag Tong. So, this follows the sacking of the Dunmer Fortress of Blackgate, breaking a truce between the Empire and Morrowind. So, the Akaviri Potentate decides uh, his name is Versidu uh, Shaye. He assumes the Imperial Throne. And we'll talk a little bit about the uh, those years in the next episode. But... Let's let's see if we can. And also, um, there's a, a there's the town of Gilvardell was completely destroyed by Molag Ball this same year, and it, it's it's rough. Like basically, it, this is kind of what Mayrun's Dagon was trying to do in the events of Oblivion. Um, with the uh, mythic dawn, just assassinate the emperor and his heirs, so there is no way to succeed. That that is it for that imperial line. So where do you go from there? And as I've mentioned in a previous episode, this is the end of the first era. So after this, the second era is is declared so the imperial throne declares the start of the second era at this point also this in this year Mayrun's dagon destroys mornhold so almalexia and sothasil are too late to prevent its destruction um i believe at this point vivek has uh, already started working on the city of Vivek, or he's ordered work on the start of the city of Vivek. You can actually see construction happening on in Vivek City and ESO. But, yeah, um, there are some notes here. As I have mentioned, uh, there is a book called 2920, The Last Year of the First Era. It's uh, actually a series of books written by Karlovak uh, Townway. 
Karnalbach Townway, and um, this these books describe the events which occurred in each of them each different month of the last year of the first era, and the reasons why the second era began. So, um, and also each of these books gives you a boost. Well, not each one. Um, actually, each of these books gives you a boost to a certain skill in Morrowind and and also in Oblivion and Skyrim, depending on which books. There are a few that were, they don't, um, simply because that skill is not a part of that game, like Shortblade or Spear or Merchantile. Um, those skills aren't around in some of them aren't around in Oblivion, and some of them definitely aren't around in Skyrim. But, um, yeah, they're, they're kind of a novelization of the events. Like, the first book, um, it's volume one, it's called Morning Star, has to do with Almalexia, and um, the second book has to do with, uh, let's see, Sothisil. Um, so, uh, yeah, just, um, check them out in the game. Um, they're in Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, if you want to read up for more. But, there's a total of, let's see here, I can scroll up to the top here, 27 of these books. Um, it's only the first 12 that will give you a boost, that may or may not give you a boost to certain skill lines, uh, depending on what game you're playing. But, <laughs> I think I need, I need to do an episode on the Dark Brotherhood. I did know that the Dark Brotherhood have killed emperors in the past before. Um, Titus Mead in Skyrim, um, I'll talk about that once I get to the Mede dynasty in the fourth era but um yeah it turns out it was raymond the third who is part of the second empire and that is the end of the second empire like i said next episode i'll probably talk a little bit about the akaviri potentate but i guess that'll bring this episode to a close i would like to thank the hive as always, for sponsoring today's podcast. And if you would like to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iangold08. Um, also, twitch.tv slash I do have a TikTok. I don't really use it a whole lot. I look at it a lot, but I don't really uh, post there very much. Also, you can find my Fallout gameplay on tape or on the, uh, well, yes, Tapes from the Waste, which is my Fallout podcast that I do with Mr. KDB, but you can also find me, um, I've been on the Fallout feed quite a bit lately, we just wrapped up the Fallout New Vegas roundtable, so um, you can listen to all my uh, gameplay breakdowns there for that game, and you can also find my other show, Super Nintendo, where I have been talking about the different incarnations of Game Boy. I just started this series, so there's only one episode right now, and that's about the OG Game Boy. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it. So next up, like I mentioned, we will talk about the kind of the interim uh, 
period where I will be talking about the Ackberry Potentate and the years leading up to Tiber Symptom, Tiber Symptom, Septum, <laughs> and the start of the Third Empire, which uh, is the only one that we really knew up until the events of Skyrim. So anyway, I almost forgot to mention uh, a couple ways you can help this show grow. Uh, one is by telling friend, telling a wrestler, telling a family member. Uh, no. and, uh, yes, definitely tell those people if you know them. I'm not sure if you would know a wrestler or not. Tell friend, tell a neighbor, tell a wrestler. Um, yeah, tell friend about this show. Uh, that's the biggest way you can help is by word of mouth. Also, uh, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, that helps get eyes and ears on this show. Also, um, I mentioned this earlier, but I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying the Fallout for Hope campaigns that have been going on. There's been a lot of events going on with the different voice actors. I've been able to check out uh, most of them. Uh, you can find the, the videos that they've done on Twitch, uh, specifically twitch.tv.f70f. Uh, yeah, Kenneth Vigues, uh profile. Just check out... Uh, Chad Fallout 76 story. Uh, Look for that on Twitch. You'll probably see his profile pop up. There have been some others. Uh, the, I think Wes Johnson was on the Atomic Stop lately. Uh, search for that and some other places. Go to voiceapalooza.com and I'm sure the links are going to be there. I'll, I'll leave that in the show notes also. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and I've um, definitely enjoyed uh, taking part in this. I'm probably going to do um, other campaigns in the future if I'm so asked. Anyway, um, I'm going to quit rambling. So uh, until then, till next episode, as always, stay safe, adventurers.